Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Adam Hawkins. In each episode, I present a small batch of theory and practices behind building a high-velocity software organization. Topics include DevOps, Lean, software architecture, continuous delivery, and conversations with industry leaders. Now, let's begin today's episode. Welcome to part nine of a series on Steven Spears' 2009 book, The High Velocity Edge. This is the last episode in the series before my interview with Dr. Spear. Today, I'll wrap up with my closing thoughts on the book and how it changed my work. First, I think this is one of the most important books I've ever read. That's why I've done so many episodes on it. I read the book somewhere around October or November of 2020. It's now May 2021. That's given me plenty of time to digest the ideas, adopt some practices, explain them to others, and really just change how I think about the work itself. I initially planned to just go straight into the interview I had recorded with Dr. Spear, but after giving it some thought, it was clear that I needed to dedicate a lot more time on the show to this book. The High Velocity Edge description of Kanban and Jidoka changed everything for me. I'm glad that I read this book after spending so much time on the DevOps handbook, Team Topologies, Accelerate, and Dave Farley's book on continuous delivery. The High Velocity Edge gave me a framework to integrate all the knowledge I had into a more consistent philosophy. It also made me even more admirable of Japanese culture and their commitment to decades-long continuous improvement. My biggest change was understanding why pull-based work is so important. That portion of the book hit me hard. I realized that my approach was push-based. I was creating waste, frustrating others, and leading to more work in progress. Team Topologies gave me the terms to explain this to my team in the next team meeting. I explained it like this. We are a platform team. We cannot push work. We must only pull work that's requested from us from the product teams. That will reduce our work in progress, cut waste, and cull our burnout. More importantly, it will give us the capacity to respond to real business demand. I cannot communicate that until reading The High Velocity Edge. Before, Kanban was just cards on a board. Now I know it's deeper than that. I also increased my focus on Jidoka by adding more built-in checks to every system I touch. This has manifested itself in adding a lot more assert statements to my JavaScript. Sure, asserts are not self-correcting, but they're guaranteed to stop the program if something is broken. This was also inspired by a quote from Admiral Rickover about latent assumptions. Code has many latent assumptions especially dynamically typed code, so don't let them be latent. Make them explicit. You'll be surprised when those asserts fail because it reveals imperfect knowledge. Plus, it will be much easier to troubleshoot failing asserts than diagnose a bug much further downstream. The High Velocity Edge also made me very curious about Taichi Ono, Sakechi Toyota, and Admiral Rickover. These are fascinating people with stories and knowledge to share. I think this is the first time that I've been interested in specific people and not just their ideas. That's a testament to the strength of their ideas and the commitment to them. I've done my best to share the best of the High Velocity Edge with you in this series. There are plenty more examples of each capability in the book. There's many from Toyota and for good reason. They get it. You can learn from them. I know I did. I'll leave you with one last thing that wraps up the whole package. The High Velocity Edge led me to learn a lot more about Toyota. That led me to pick up the second edition of Jeffrey Liker's book, The Toyota Way. 
It was just published this year, so the information is fresh. The book includes eight steps of the Toyota business practices. Step one, clarify the problem. Step two, break down the problem. Step three, set a target. Four, analyze the root cause. Step five, develop countermeasures. Step six, see countermeasures through. Step seven, evaluate both results and processes. Step eight, standardize successful processes. And then I'll add my own step nine. Teach others to follow the previous steps. All right. Thanks for listening for the whole series. It means a lot that you stuck with me this far. The next episode features my conversation with Dr. Steven Spear. You've just finished another episode of Small Batches, a podcast on building a high-performance software delivery organization. For more information and to subscribe to this podcast, go to smallbatches.fm. I hope to have you back again for the next episode. So until then, happy shipping. Like the sound of small batches? This episode was produced by Podsworth Media. That's podsworth.com.